0: Welcome back to another episode of the Introvertpreneur podcast. I am so excited for today's guest. We have on Melissa Litchfield, who is the creative director and founder of Litchfield Media, and she is also known as the Clubhouse Queen. So Mm -hmm. I am so excited to have you today to talk a lot about Clubhouse.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited to chat more.
0: I really love Clubhouse. I initially got on the platform like right around the time that I launched my podcast, so it was like audio overload and I was like this is awesome, especially mm-hmm. as an introvert because you're not showing your face. I would love to hear your story behind your business and what drew you to Clubhouse and why you love it so much.
1: I guess we got to go back to like last fall or the early beginnings of winter, I wanted to hop on in November, but I was waiting for an invite. At that point, I felt like it was super hard to get an invite because <laughs> you had to know someone that was already on the app and not a ton of people yet were using the platform. So finally got an invite. It was right before Christmas and I was ready to try something new. I was already over the lack of engagement that I was getting on Instagram already. And then once I hopped on Clubhouse, it was like, oh my gosh, here's an awesome opportunity to meet brand new people that are outside of my Instagram bubble. So I made awesome connections, collaborations, and also helped my own clients land clients by co-hosting and moderating with them because they were brand new to the app. So that's kind of how it started. But just in that first month, I saw an increase of 400% in my Instagram content interactions. And I saw 400 new followers, Landed a ton of clients just from them being inside of my clubhouse rooms and passive income. So like $3,500 of passive income, just sending people to my DMs and giving them links to, you know, buy the clubhouse for CEOs course. And then I was also pitching my Facebook ads course as well, because I would do numerous topics on Facebook ads.
0: Did you get a little overwhelmed when you first got on Clubhouse? Like, I know a lot of people that I've heard from that when they first get on, they spend so much time. Like, a lot of people say that their first week on the app, they consume so much content because there's so many awesome rooms and people to connect with that they end up spending like 20 to 30 hours that week on
1: the app? (laughs) I did over the course of that first, like 30 days for sure. So I did experience some major burnout, especially with just working behind the scenes on the mini course that I was working on. I launched a workshop first and that happened, I think it was at the end of January. And then by mid February, I had launched the course. So like I was literally in clubhouse overload and like burnout. I was also saying yes to all the things like people wanted to co-host with me and I kept saying yes. So ultimately I had to start saying no because I was tapped out of time. I also run a full-time digital advertising agency. So I felt like really pulled into being in all of these rooms that I just had no desire to really be there or talk about that particular topic. I was just people-pleasing. So when you first get on the app, I teach everyone to set some healthy boundaries now. Really tell yourself, hey, I'm only going to do X amount of rooms. I cut off my rooms. Really, they only last an hour. And I just let people know in the very beginning, like, hey, I have a hard stop at four o'clock or something like that. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. I do have other things outside of Clubhouse (laughs) that I have to do. Client meetings, client calls. So just being transparent with your audience, who whoever is listening currently in that particular room, being transparent and being like, hey, yeah, this is going to be an hour long discussion. I have a hard stop at like two o'clock or something. So yeah, just setting those healthy boundaries in the very beginning, going into your settings, turning off notifications so that way you're not notified with every single room that pops
0: up. And I found that curating who you follow is so important for notifications and Just getting too many rooms on your home screen that are not totally relevant. Like you really need to be mindful about who you're following.
1: And in the beginning, it could be exciting, like, oh, I'm going to follow all the people.
0: And it it does actually
1: really help and benefit when it comes time to moderating your own rooms. You can leverage your audience. And then if you have any co-moderators, everyone's audience is going to get notified at that point. But yeah, like you were saying, just making sure that you're being very intentional about who you follow on the app because you are gonna be seeing their rooms that they are hosting
0: or that they're listening to. What would you say is the best tip for somebody who's just starting on the app, especially for introverts? Because I know that starting their own room is probably something that's gonna take a little bit, but I'd love to hear your best tip for getting started. I would say join a Facebook
1: group that's like dedicated to Clubhouse. So I do co-host one myself with Another Girl Savannah There's like a lot of collaboration within that group of people broadcasting the room or like, you know, posting about it and promoting it or people who are looking for co-moderators on a particular topic. If you are scared to host your first room by yourself, no worries. I think there's a huge benefit to power in numbers. I like to say always like lean on, you know, your peers, very similar to how you would co-host like an Instagram live making sure that you are reaching out to people who would compliment your business and your audience would benefit from
0: it as well. I found that my first room, I actually hosted by myself. I was still new to the app. So I was like, I'm just going to click create room. And it was the most terrifying three minutes of my life where I sat there and nobody came in. (laughs) I just ended the room. And then I started getting on stage in other people's rooms and interacting with people that way. And then I gained some connections of people that host a lot of rooms. And they send out like weekly emails looking for co-hosts. And I find it much easier as an introvert to co-host a room because then there's always somebody there that you can fall back on and bounce ideas off of and interact with. I know a lot of introverts, especially if they don't have an audience yet on Clubhouse are probably scared to take that step of hosting themselves.
1: That's exactly what I did my first week. I just listened in on rooms versus my very first room that I hosted was somebody else asked me like, hey, do you want to moderate a room with me? And it was like a week into being on the app. And I was like, sure. I'm a little more open to things like that, just because I feel like I do have that like confidence, at least in a topic that I know I can actually speak to. But yeah, so listening in on that first week to all the rooms, raising your hand to speak, getting familiar with the app and all the buttons and like where things are, I think is a good plan for the first week. Also set up your profile. So mm-hmm. in that first week, people are going to be looking at your profile, especially when you get up on stage. And the very first thing they see is your picture, your picture your name in the first three lines of your actual bio. Cause it gives you like a small snippet of it, but like people are nosy. So they're going to continue to like read your profile probably while you're talking. It's good to like link your Instagram, link your Twitter. If you have one, but that is like really the main way that people can contact you off of the app.
0: Yeah. It's so key to set up your profile. Cause I get a lot of people that follow me and they don't have anything on their profile. And it's like, maybe I would want to follow you back, but I don't really know who you are or what yeah. you do. So true. Right. And th-
1: those people are probably so new to the app or they're not really sure like how to leverage it yet,
0: especially for business. But yeah, so true
1: because I've actually hired people from Clubhouse, believe it or not. And it's a great for networking too.
0: One of my team members is niching down to just podcast management. So I was like, I have a lot of people following me on Clubhouse. I just created a room, didn't schedule it, just created it. And put the title, I'm hiring a virtual assistant and all of my followers just like jumped in and we're asking questions about it and how could they apply and making sure that we're a right fit. And I was like, this is a great way to hire people and make those connections.
1: Oh, awesome. That's a really great thing to do. I might do that (laughs) because I need a graphic designer. And I did hop into like one of those networking, I actually hosted one of my own and I was basically explaining like what I'm looking for, but it was a collaborative effort of everybody getting up on stage and saying, Hey, I do this. And I'm also looking for this.
0: So networking Mm -hmm. rooms are really awesome for that. Awesome. It's so great that people are using it for that reason, like not just to promote their own business and make connections and build Mm -hmm. their network, but also to work with other people and, and give opportunities. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I actually saw somebody do it that I'm friends with. She was looking for a new copywriter for her team and she created a room and I was like, oh, I have a perfect copywriter in my membership. So I jumped into the room and then pinged her in and I was like, this is an awesome idea. So when that happened with my team, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna use Clubhouse too. I've got a lot of awesome people following me that might be interested in the position.
1: That's a great way to strategize and leverage your own network on the app, for sure.
0: What is the name of your Facebook group? It's called
1: Clubhouse Connection for Creative Entrepreneurs. Awesome.
0: We will link that in the show notes. I think that's actually the initial Clubhouse group that I joined where I got my invite to the app.
1: We were in the very beginning hosting weekly ones, and we had to continually refresh the train because people would get an invite and then they would not pass their invite along. So the train dies, or your phone number has to be accurate. If you typed it in wrong, you know, in the group chat, the invite dies, unfortunately.
0: <laughs> I would love to hear some of your tips about really using Clubhouse for your business and being more strategic about what you do on the app.
1: So I really focus on because
0: I am an ads
1: strategist. I have a digital advertising agency and I'm also a funnel strategist. So I teach Clubhouse and leveraging it for your business is funneling these leads that you're nurturing on the app because Clubhouse is great for like top of funnel lead gen and meaning like people that are brand new to your business, they don't know who you are. This is a great way to like say hi, introduce yourself and give them some really solid value. So that way they're intrigued to follow you and learn more from you. And some people actually follow you from room to room because they love you so much and they love what you're talking about. I've had people say that like, oh, unless I was just in your last room, like for the last hour. And now I'm here again. But yeah, so really leveraging it for lead gen for your business and then funneling them back to the Instagram DMs. So you give a ton of value and, you know, helping as much as you can. And then you're telling them where can they find you off of the app? Go to the DMs for like this free training or I think I did checklist the last time. So like people who are interested in downloading my free ads checklist. I told them just to DM me checklist and I had a couple DMs. And so that's just growing my email list, being very strategic and intentional with my time and how it's spent there is super important to me because I don't want to just spend all this time on another app, another platform, and I'm not seeing anything to show for it for
0: my business. So yeah. I always felt like I have so many freebies and different value packed offers, but my issue with Clubhouse for the longest time before I took a break and stepped back. And I was like, okay, I need to do things more strategically because it seemed like I was co-hosting all these rooms, giving so much value and questions and making these connections. But then I wasn't doing any kind of a call to action to actually turn them into leads off the app.
1: And I think that's so key. I saw in like another Facebook group where somebody was questioning, like, should I get on Clubhouse? Should I start using this app? And I saw someone commented and they were like, you know, saying all these great things, they're like, but it's short term. And I commented because I was like, it's only short term. If you do it that way, you got to leverage it in a way that you can maximize the return on your investment, which is your time. You got to send them somewhere else. So yes, it can be short term. If you literally are just, you know, keeping everybody on the app, and there's really no call to action. After you're done with your rooms, like, well, then now what?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so important to have that call to action and actually get them off the app. Because if you get them on your email list, then you can nurture them and continue to give them value. And then hopefully they will turn into a customer or client's. Uh, missing that part is really key and what a lot of people struggle with. I mean, especially introverts, we don't want to do that call out and sell to people, even though it's a freebie. It's like, we want to hold back from giving that call to action. I feel like a lot of the times. And so
1: many people struggle with, I don't want to be salesy or I don't want to always sell in your rooms, but it's not about selling, right? It's about serving do you genuinely feel like your offer, your product, your service can truly change the game for your potential client? Do you feel like your offer actually has some sort of value that could provide a transformation? Then of course, why wouldn't you want them to get on your email list, you know, so you can actually nurture and show them that you are the expert. You are the go-to person in your niche or in your field. It's a
0: no-brainer, right? And it's so important. And Email marketing is something that I really push for my introvert audience because anyone who gives you their email address and signs up for your email list, they are no longer a cold lead. These are very warm leads that you can nurture and they're really interested in what you have to offer and what you have to say. So I really push, especially for introverts to utilize email marketing. And I know you have the email marketers club. So did you want to tell us a little bit about that as well?
1: Yes, it's actually the female marketers, but totally there are email marketing you know, topics that are going on in the rooms. Anything related to like social media, digital marketing in general, you'll probably see a topic around inside the Female Marketers Club. We have about 6,000 members right now and then 4,000 followers. So combined, we have a total of 10K. We also have an Instagram handle. So we'd love to connect with your audience over there. It's the Female Marketers Club on Instagram. And then we also have a website, marketers.club is our website. On the website, you can apply to host your own room inside of the Female Marketers Club. Of course, you can do that on the app. But what we do when we get that form request on our website is that we can actually promote you in your room on our Instagram handle.
0: Yeah, I think that was probably one of the first clubs I joined on Clubhouse too.
1: Oh, awesome. Yeah, we are posting daily over there about the rooms that are happening every single day inside of the club. And then we have a VIP membership too, where it's kind of like extra perks of promotion on our email list, our website. And then there's an option to do quarterly takeovers on our feed and on our stories in case you are launching something in particular, or you want to promote your services, the VIP membership would be great for
0: that. And we will definitely link that website in the show notes as well. I feel like there's a lot of clubs now on Clubhouse. They opened it up so that everyone Mm -hmm. is creating their own club. What are your thoughts about people creating their own club? Is that something that's really of value that people should do once they start to get an audience?
1: And they also prioritize allowing you or they will approve your form requests because you can now just do it within the app. It's not this like air table form that you have to fill out like prior, <laughs> but they do want you to be an active user on the app in order to get your club approved. Let's say you get on the app yesterday and you want to fill out your request to start your own club. It's probably not going to get approved because you're brand new. They want to see somebody who is consistent on the app being a moderator. So if you're co-hosting rooms or you're moderating by yourself, Either one of those options will work in order to get your club approved on the app. That would also be my one tip too, is like only open a club if you're going to be consistent in hosting rooms in your own club, because that is the one way to grow it. It's like the perfect way to get the word out that like, hey, I do have this club. And that's also some sort of call to action that you can use at the end of your room. You can be like, hey, if you want to join the female marketers club, It's right above the room title, the green little house, like click on there and click follow and I'll get you added right now. So just leveraging some of those scripts at the end of your rooms can also help grow
0: your club as well. I know when they added it to the app, I think the next couple of days I had like 50 invitations to new clubs because everyone was creating one at the same
1: time. (laughs) I got got inundated as well. I still get club requests like to join my club all the time.
0: What do you feel like is the biggest benefit of Clubhouse compared to like other social media platforms and how much more of an impact it can make than other platforms?
1: With Clubhouse, you don't need a sort of following, if that makes sense. Because on Instagram, you know, it's like you're fighting the algorithm. And as of right now, there is really no algorithm for, well, there is algorithms for like room titles and topics. But like if you have the perfect room title that is very clear and shows exactly what you're going to be teaching inside of your room, it's more than likely to be shown to your ideal person, right? That you want in the audience versus on Instagram or like struggling. Even like with someone like me that has 13,000 followers, it's a struggle to even get to 10% of my audience. I feel like most people that are engaged and want to know what I'm talking about, they're following me on stories. So they're not exactly always seeing my posts on the actual feed. So I, that is like one benefit. It's almost like two, you can get a solid group of people in your room if you promote it right. And if you title it right, and then you can literally connect with leads right after. like conversion time is dramatically cut. From like your typical one week to convert a lead to just one hour of talking to people. So I've seen my own clients, you know, land and get a ton of inquiries just from one hour of talking about like stuff that they know. I think there's a huge benefit and kind of almost takes out the the need to even have an Instagram. If you just speak and talk about what you know, it's just so much more authentic than having to post on Instagram and making sure that your feed is perfect. And then I think the last benefit obviously is like, you don't need to look perfect. You don't need to show up on video and coming to the app and talking and using your audio to showcase your expertise
0: and your knowledge. And it gets easier the more you do it too. So if it's, Even using your voice is scary and terrifying at first. It does get easier the more times you co-host a room or host a room or even just get up on stage and ask a question or add something to the conversation that's happening. It does get easier. And the best part
1: is, is that it's not recorded, so no one will know.
0: I feel like that's another benefit because it's not recorded. It's like people have to act fast. It's not like an email, like I'll open that later or I'll reread it later. It's like they have to act fast to get the value of the room. I know sometimes I join a room because I get on the app and I see an awesome room title and lots of the people that I usually follow to Room to Room, which you mentioned earlier, I do that with quite a few people as well. And I'll go in the room and they're just ending it. And it's like, oh, shoot.
1: Yeah. And they're like, oh, such a good conversation. You're like, um, I wasn't here for that.
0: Yes. <laughs> So I feel like that's definitely another benefit too. if you get people that are following you room to room, if they get notifications that you've scheduled a room, like I add those to my calendar. If it's one that I'm really excited about from somebody who is really awesome and I've been in a lot of their rooms, I'll add it to my calendar. So I don't forget.
1: Definitely. It's almost like this FOMO. You're afraid that you're going to miss out on some golden nuggets. So you want to be there for the conversation.
0: And one thing I feel like is really important too with people that first get on the app, you need to know who your target audience is to get into the right rooms to speak to them. Like I've pivoted in the last few months. So my bio and everything is totally changed, but you really have to know your audience and who you want to speak to.
1: And that goes back to like the very beginning on the app. It's like, do you know what you do and who you work with and who you want to market your services to? That kind of goes back to filling out your bio effectively and also join other clubs. Clubs are so great because they're like niched little pools of people that if you can find your niche or you know your niche, The Female Marketers Club is like a great example for me, only because that is my niche. Essentially, it's not only people who are experts in digital marketing or marketing in general, but there's also people who join because they want to learn more about it and how to market their business. That's the perfect, you know, ideal client for me. It's like someone who wants to seek help and learn from an expert.
0: I would love to hear about you personally and your business. I know you also run an agency and you have a lot of things going on. So how long did it take for you to actually feel like you're at the level of success that you originally wanted to be at?
1: I guess it was last fall when I hired my first full-time employee. I was like, wow, I feel like I made it. I feel like I'm legit now, even though I've always, I've had the business, but I've always been the solopreneur or, you know, I had multiple contractors. But like someone that was actually dedicated to my brand, my company, and literally providing a full-time salary to somebody else is also super scary. But it was definitely the thing that I needed to do in my business in order to literally be where I am today. And now I have two full-time employees, one part-time and then still a couple subcontractors that help on the ad agency side. I firmly believe in like hiring people who are skilled versus just hiring somebody that can do 50% of what they can do. Yeah. <laughs> so let me let me subcontract some work out to like the person who knows exactly what they're doing.
0: Yeah, that's a huge... A lot of people start with like the subcontractor and independent contractor, team building, and then moving into that first payroll employee is a huge and scary step for sure. I've looked into it and it's just very overwhelming. (laughs) That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. I would love for you to talk a little bit about your clubhouse mini course because I feel like a lot of people are going to be interested in that. I feel like you put that out at like the perfect time too. You were the first one to dive into clubhouse. That's why you're now the clubhouse queen and putting that course out like that was like the perfect timing because everyone was getting on the app and was getting confused and really wanted to use it in a more strategic way for their business. So I'd love to hear more about what people will learn inside your mini course. So I've already
1: dropped some gems. You go over the app in the very beginning. There's a complete app overview. And I've also already have recorded several new videos one of how I monetize the female marketers clubs, so you kind of get like behind the scenes peak of my plan. And we've already kind of implemented the plan with like the VIP membership, but you get a behind the scenes look in the actual course. I also am constantly updating the course only because the app is also updating itself. And then we move into moderating like a boss. We go over etiquette, my four-step process, moderating like a boss and closing funneling your leads into the DMs. And then there's also like another piece of the mini course, but it's kind of like separate. So if you wanted to take it to the next level, I have a Clubhouse funnel formula. Learn more about taking your leads and like the stuff that you are doing on Clubhouse. Like let's take it to the next
0: level because we all can benefit from a funnel and an email list. Mm-hmm. Funnels are my favorite, especially when they can work on autopilot. Once created and set up, it's like leads on... Autopilot are fantastic. So especially as an introvert, I don't have to do outreach in any way.
1: There's tons of resources too in the $37 mini course. So there's like a lead tracker, there's a pitch template. So I also take it a step above. It's like, all right, let's leverage Clubhouse and pitch to strategic people that you want to partner with and co-moderate. So that way you can get a bigger pool of people in your rooms, essentially. So there's different resources in there. It's not just going over the app itself, but really teaching you how to use it for your business.
0: I feel like that's a lot of what people struggle with is how to use it strategically. I was looking through what's included and I was so excited about it. And I feel like anyone who wants to use Clubhouse for their business and to use it to actively find leads, your mini course is definitely what they need. I would love for you to share where people can find you or where you most hang out online.
1: Instagram or Clubhouse, I'm the same name. Litchfield Media is my handle on both. I'm always on stories too. And I'm actually trying to dedicate like 30 days to doing reels. So I'm always like trying to challenge myself, but Clubhouse is definitely where I'm at. Would love to connect with you over there.
0: Thank you so much for uh, joining me today. I love Clubhouse and I feel like more people need to utilize it because it's such a beneficial platform, especially for introverts and people that maybe don't like showing up on video. It's a great alternative way to build the know, like, and trust factor in a quicker way than just posting on social media. So thank you so much for joining me. This has been awesome. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining me today. This episode may have ended, but there are ways we can stay in touch until next time. You can join me at introvertpreneur.com and at thetararead.com, where you can find tons of blog posts and resources that will also help you grow your business. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at introvertcoach where I share more introvert-friendly and service-based business tips with you. If you love what you're hearing, drop a five-star rating and review telling me what you are loving about the podcast so that I can continue to encourage as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. Until next time, keep using your introvert superpowers.